to the Finicky Podcast Championship Week Bowl Season Mania. It is me and it is Snake, reigning champ. Let's say it while we can. Reigning champ, Jake the Snake. Jake, welcome. Thanks for coming aboard. You know, I'm 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 happy to be here. You're still in one piece. I, you, we've been on for like three minutes. You haven't cried once. No, in my heart I have. But uh, then again, the way that that first week went in that championship, I was like, there's no way I'm going to win this. I had already decided I'm not going to win. But then I made it interesting. But alas, here I am. I mean, your matchup was all defenses. I mean, it was, had your defense gone first, it would have been like, there's no way Derrige is going to keep up. And then Derrige got a 30-point boost from the Cowboys' D. Yeah. Uh, Dan Quinn's greatest work? Are we going to say that? Dan Quinn's greatest work? It kind of is mean to the Seahawks, but holy shit. The Cowboys used to not have defense, and now they have two MVP candidates. I don't know if I, I don't know if I credit him for that. I wouldn't credit him. I think you credit Micah Parsons. We knew he was going to be good. God, we knew he was going to be good. Yeah, I mean, everybody knew he was going to be good. He, was, he was, almost went to UW. Remember, it was between UW and Penn State. And, of course, yeah, duh, he picked Penn State. But, yeah, it's so crazy to think of that UW's recruiting class with Chris Peterson at its height. Remember, they went to the they went to the Big Four, where the fuck you call this, college football playoff, and – they had Najee Harris and Micah Parsons almost committing. And then, and then they didn't, you know. <laughs> Cause, yeah. And I remember like Penn State had Micah Parsons returning kicks. And yeah, oh man, a lot of weird stuff. Um, we'll go more. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. We'll talk maybe in questions later about those too. But um, it has been Christmas. And for, I don't think anybody who probably knows this, I don't know who you talk to, but. If this is a big announcement for Christmas, Snake, you got something a little special in your stocking. What was that? I got a good old case of COVID from Santa Claus. It's apparently going around and spreading that holiday cheer to a lot of people right now. And uh, uh, yeah, so I've, I've been, uh, uh, I guess it was last Thursday is when I started feeling like shit. And then I it was two days ago that I actually um, confirmed that I had COVID. And so, yeah, so here I am in the snow. And uh, I guess if there's going to be a weather that I'm going to have COVID stuck in, it's going to be the one where I can't be around other people. So I can't leave my house and I can't leave my house because there's snow. A snowstorm. Yeah. And if you have yeah. a fever, you just go outside. That's how the body works. Yeah. But let me just say I am feeling good. Uh, it was uh, it was really weird at first. It was more shivers and more – I don't know if it, who else in the, in the league has had COVID. Um, I but, was thinking yeah. about that. I don't know – I mean, I guess I don't ask. I should ask more maybe. Is that something you ask people? I should have asked more, I guess. Well, it's, there's going to be a hell of a lot more people in general who have had it now, but and I and I think this Omicron one is is uh, it's not going to give a fair picture of what maybe some people early on in COVID experienced. Yeah. Um, but you know, I am vaccinated, and so therefore I, I I've heard that the this variance 
reaction to vaccinated people is is much more um, it's much more tame than it would be for unvaccinated people. But yeah, so but I it was just, just super sore for a couple of days, like feeling like I slept on a rock, and you know. But now I'm feeling feeling good. A little short of breath every now and then, but but pretty good. Is it hubris to think that I feel like Andrew Bottom would call me first if he got COVID? I feel like he would call me. F- I mean, maybe he would call like close contacts first, but then like f- emotionally, he would probably call first, and then I would probably record that and put it on the podcast. I feel like that's how it would work. So I'm yeah. pretty sure Bottom hasn't had COVID, and I'm I think anybody else would do that. I don't know. Well, I'm just glad, and, and I mean, you obviously know this, but I think on the last podcast, you and Bottom were talking about me coming over to your place, and That's I right. was <laughs> gearing up, literally ready to go, when our friends, who we got COVID from, called and say, hey, just so you know, we are um, COVID positive, and we had seen them like three days prior, and we're like, oh, shit, well, thank you for telling us now, as That's we right. were like... Yeah, we can't. Had to go see a new baby. We canceled the bris. We canceled the bris for, and then yeah, that would have been uh, that would have been that. Yeah, everyone would have seen it all coming. I'm sure if anyone found out he had COVID, they probably you know devoted to the pod. They would have put those two pieces together. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> so, so yeah, so it's been a weird, uh, been a weird week. And 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 the, I will say last thing about COVID is the interesting note is. Um, my wife, Tiffany, is she's had the booster shot. She was at the same place that I was when I got COVID. And um, she's also been in the house with me and my daughters who both have COVID. And yet Tiffany doesn't and has had no symptoms whatsoever. So if there's any, um, I guess, proponent of saying get the booster if you can, that would be it because... That's right. Yeah. We, we've got impact people. Get the booster, everybody. Go uh, get it. That, that's that's what, right. As Lyle said, I don't, care, I don't care how young your kids are. Get them boosted. That's, that's, I don't know if that's how it works, but that's what Lyle said to do, and he's a doctor, so that works. And um, So can you smell and taste the beer you're drinking right now? Is that I can. That's, I will say one Thank God. I'm very, very happy to announce is that I can taste and smell. Whew. That was a close one. Yeah. Um, all right. So you can smell and taste the beer. You got some COVID in your stocking. And then um, obviously the other uh, unexpected gift under the tree was a playoff loss to the underdog, Benjamin Derge, yes. whom which you scored almost 300 points more on the season then. And yet, uh, yeah, Derge's in the playoffs. For those not paying attention, uh, it was it was Snake, it was JP, it was Zach, it was Derge, and now J- it, JP and Snake are in the L column, and Zach and Ben Derge's uh, move on, and we will go <clears throat> over that uh, when we go through all of the playoff matchups. But first, since waivers will process tonight, I wanted to take a look at what's available because there are a few. I mean, there's not outside. There's only real like small, bitter rivalry pride in the in the consolidation, consolidation, consolation, consolation bracket of the the losers bracket. Um, But yet everyone's still working the waivers. And I love that about Finicky. It doesn't make it any easier for those at the top. 
And um, there's some pretty good stuff worth picking up on the waiver. Um, the top two were actually dropped by you and I. Uh, Trey Lance, as the curse continues for me this season, the minute I drop Trey Lance to pick up an emergency tight end, because both my guys' brains and feet don't work, uh, Jimmy Grappolo tears his thumb. There's a part of his thumb that might be torn off. And so Trey Lance might be pulling a Kaepernick uh, rookie season intro uh, late in the, and he might, who knows, this is Super Bowl season. I don't even know if he's going to start. But Trey Lance is projected for 15 points. That could sway because both, We'll look later, but both the people in the championship could use a quarterback. But also there's Justin Tucker. And for those looking at kickers and are going to listen to this tonight before waivers process, I figured I'd ask you, you dropped him. Is it worth picking up Justin Tucker? I would say at this point, no. Um, because I think Baltimore is not that high-scoring offense. I mean, I hung on to him this whole here and I actually chose to drop him last week only because I just and I'm glad I did because like I mean he only scored 16 points and I ended up getting like 29 from the kicker I picked up that's right you picked up the kicker that I dropped and I dropped him for the most ridiculous reasons uh multitasking on Friday I saw that the Browns kicker was uh, sick or something, COVID list, he's off. And I'm like, oh, that's my kicker. So I dropped him. I picked up somebody else. Then I realized, wait, no. My kicker plays for the Bengals. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> and I just suck with it because eh, it's embarrassing when you drop someone and then have to pick him back up. So I just let it ride. And then so I saw him get 29 points. I was like, holy shit, did I just sway the playoffs? <laughs> yeah, well, I would say that Justin Tucker, I mean, historically, I mean, he is a finicky MVP, right? Like he is yeah. one of the he is he is gonna go down as one of those players when it's all said and done. He has through the years probably been the most consistently he is he might even be a Hall of Fame kicker. I mean, if he his, gains 112 pounds and starts kicking 65 yarders in every stadium, he could be the finicky favorite. Until then, he's about to be about second or third place. Yeah, and you know what? It's just, though, I feel like he's probably not worth it for this week because it's the Raiders, and I don't know how – I'm sorry, not the Raiders. The, isn't the, it's the Rams. That's it. That's right. The Rams. Yep. I, don't, I wouldn't do that. But I think the Trey Lance one is interesting because he's playing Houston. And here's the thing. I know that there's a lot of fantasy, um, you know, like personalities, and there's a lot of love for Trey Lance. I mean, we talked about this before the, when the year got going, right? Like, mm -hmm. there's a lot of love for Trey Lance, and frankly, he hasn't shown shit on the field yet. But this is Houston. But Houston did destroy the Chargers last week, so. Right. And, and I mean, who's starting a quarterback for the Ravens is – yeah. I mean, if they can get him within field goal range, I guess that's it. But I don't know. I don't, I don't it's been interesting that Harbaugh, uh, a, a, a special teams specialist, uh, that's where he, that's where his bread and butter is where he got his start. Um, does not use the best kicker he will ever have that most coaches would ever have one of the greatest kickers ever. And yet if it comes to, 
going to overtime and trying to get a field goal or, uh, you know, he, he doesn't use it. He doesn't use the best special teams weapon of all time outside of Sebastian Janikowski. Uh, and it's just, I don't know. It's boggling my mind. Yeah. It will be interesting to see though, if, um, like, as you, you, you hinted at it, I mean, both of the guys in the final, I mean, they could, they could benefit. I mean, it's kind of a ballsy move at this point, right? You're in the final. Mm-hmm. You're going to put in a guy who truly hasn't done anything for the potential of what he can do. Um, and what I guess is on top of that is if Derge wants it, I mean, uh, Zach doesn't have any money left. That's right. So, That's right. But there's also, I mean, other people have money. So there's other people who could be playing it. But so it's interesting. But Derge has a lot of money left. So he does. It, he can even start. He has enough money that he could just start buying up pieces. All right. We'll, we'll get deep into what that matchup could be. Two things I'll mention as well. Uh, two amazing defenses are on the wire. Um, one, the Rams D is they, I know they play Baltimore. Who knows what quarterback they'll be facing. And then they face, uh, San Francisco, who also, we don't know how good that backup quarterback could be since he barely played college or high school football. And the Colts D is the number two overall finicky scoring defense. And they're on the wire. They're arguably the reason JP made the playoffs and he dropped him. The minute he dropped him, he lost. We can also go over that a little bit later. But um, if if Ben Derge has the number one overall defense right now, which is the Cowboys, uh, Zach could very well score the number two in the Colts. I don't know. It's there's a lot of there's a lot out there. Well, and looking at the Colts too, that Week 18 versus Jacksonville. Ooh, Jacksonville. That, that, <laughs> I, I, mean, I dropped Trevor Lawrence this week because I, I just, I just kind of lost the faith a little bit, and I just, ah, oh God, I don't, I can't even think about it. But uh, yeah, I think that, I think that starting against Trevor Lawrence is not a bad idea right now. He can be rescued, and maybe we'll get drunk enough to talk about that. But. For now, we will uh, we can start moving into the matchups, and the first matchup is oh my god yeah you're gonna want to fill up a, your next beer for this because um, I as as it is the the final week of the final two weeks of finicky uh, final matchup let's say finicky um, I usually give names to the matchups bowl games so yeah. this is like you know how like that first bowl game is like three weeks out from when the championship actually happens. I feel like this is what it would be. It's like the division three bowl. That's like way deep. Anyway, I've named it the infant diaper bowl. Um, we could probably call it the huggies, the huggies infant diaper bowl, which is bliss versus myself. Um, it is, it is the worst. I think probably the worst bowl game I've ever been in. And somehow this is where it was always going to go. This is how it was always going to be. Me versus Bliss. We're somehow tied together. Um, I've beat him twice this year, but I feel like this is how we all knew it would end. Um, I don't think this deserves much analysis, but I'll ask you, uh, what do you see here in the Huggies infant diaper poopy bowl? Uh, poopy bowl. Uh, yeah, baby poop bowl. Baby poop bowl. Uh-huh. 
Oh, I mean. It's, it's a whole pile of shit. The only well, funny part about it is that Sony Michelle and Ronald Jones, oh, yeah. Bliss has uh, been playing them for weeks, months, months. He's been playing these two fucking guys. And now they're relevant? Leonard Fournette and uh, Henderson are out? And Cam Akers has just got his leg put back together. I don't think he's starting. Somehow, in some way, Bliss has two Decent starting running backs to accompany Najee Harris. I am dumbfounded by this. Well, you know, I mean, he 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 knew early <laughs> on that this was where we were going to go and why he spent so much on having Ronald Jones. Hey, it's because of this game right here. It is like he's been building in this game. And he's got Alvin Kamara, who's going to be the all of the offense for the Saints. I mean, for him, this is the Apple Cup. This is what you play every <laughs> it's, it's It's Bliss versus Julian. This is his oh, Apple Cup. And he has got this thing geared up. He's been thinking about this game last week of the season, two weeks in a row of playing you fuck. for clearly weeks now. Fuck, fuck, so. fuck. This is all he cares about. He's got the Odell Beckham, so you're, Matthew you're Stafford fuck. connection. I mean, just so you know, you are fucked. Odell Beckham is going to have two touchdowns in this game. Odell Beckham Jr. has had four touchdowns in five weeks. Uh, it's Everything is trending towards... I mean, I'm so yeah. upset. He's got to figure out his Ravens versus Rams game, but um, I've, I've got the same. I'm rolling out the same garbage I've been rolling out for a long time now. Uh, I think my best player is the Patriots D versus Jacksonville because I'm so fucking spiteful. So fucking spiteful. Um, I don't know. We'll yeah. see. You might see Zach Wilson. You might see Justin Fields. I'll tell you, I put a $9 bid. I'll tell the world. I put a $9 bid on Trey Lance. It's all I've got. It's all my money. So <laughs> fucking Ben Derge, you better bring more than $9, motherfucker, because uh, that's the bid. That's the bid. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, this is <laughs> your, your and pick. I think that's all we need. About and that's this all matchup. we need. We're both, we're both picking Ben. No, I'm picking myself. You pick Ben Bliss, and that's how that's going. Moving on from that shit show, uh, we've got um, the Los Angeles Bowl, which I believe is actually a bowl game. Or that's the uh, Jimmy Kimmel Los Angeles Bowl is uh, Stephanie versus Bottom. Um, Stephanie has not, I'm convinced, has not touched her roster in several weeks, and yet she just beat Ben Bliss in a, in a two-week competition. That shows She's how... Let me see here. She no, has no. no. Shepard's been playing for two weeks. He's been out the whole time. Uh, no, she hasn't touched anything, and she beat Bliss, which is hilarious. Uh, can she run the table? Can she now just take on bottom? What do you think? Sure, because she also that situation. She's got. Well, I don't know if Jeff Wilson is going to be the starting running back for. For, but that here's a running back against Houston. That's you know she's yep. got. Yeah, she could do it. I mean, Sterling who knows Shepard who the Panthers' is, defense yeah. is going against? <laughs> yeah, Sterling Shepard. He died, and he's so dead. he he um he he's been dead for for a while now. Ryan Suckup was the number one kicker last week. She's just Tampa Bay kicker kicker. He's, but her punter's on the IR. She has an IR who's she has a punter who's on the IR. Um, Jalen Waddle and AJ Brown are studs on her bench. If she plays them, of course she's gonna win. Jalen Waddle could be rookie of the year. 
He's doing fantastic. Oh, and, gosh. And uh, Andrew Bottoms still waiting for Lamar Jackson to come back. He'll get Eckler back, but I don't know. It's it's over for Bottom. God, he yeah. fell so far. No one's fallen further than Andrew Bottom. No, no, but yeah. Lose. Well, Eckler will get back, yeah. And Lamar Jackson will probably be back. You think? Maybe. I don't know. Does it matter? I mean, they kind of need it at this point. They're eight and six. Like they can't just keep losing. But Tyler Huntley could win them a game. So I don't know. They just right. can't start Josh Johnson anymore. Um, all right. Well, that game's a shit show, and I think we're both picking Stephanie Tucker to win. Cause um, I mean, who's who's putting money on Andrew Bottom right now? Nobody. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. This is one of my favorite matchups: uh, Antes versus Lyle. Antez, uh, I think he scored 357 in the playoff round, which is best for second in all of Finicky. He was so close to making Finicky playoffs. I think he had like, he's the guy who had the best team who got the most points against. He got something like the second most points against, and yet he almost made the playoffs. Um, Lyle, not so much. He had about 60 points less than Tez last week. Um, both these guys have had a lot of injuries. Tez lost probably two running backs. Lyle has a fuck ton of people with O right next to it. So, uh, it's, it's a gut check. What do you think? Who pulls off this win? Detroit will Detroit Russell, uh, Russell Wilson versus Detroit used to be salivating. And now fuck it. If I know, I would say that Tez is still sitting in a place. I mean, he, Oh, I guess he has this. Two running backs who are, are dead, and um, with Clyde Edwards-Alaire is not playing, and, and James Robinson is not playing. Um, so yeah, we'll see. But I mean, what do? You, but you know what? Like Russell against Detroit, he's got nothing to lose. We'll see what happens there. Honestly, Burrow versus Kansas City—that's a fun 10 a.m. game. I'm gonna be fucking watching that. Joe Burrow went for 5:25. He put up 44 points in yeah, Finicky last say, week. Dude, that game was one of the best games that someone uh, has had in the history of the NFL. For somebody who had just somewhat accidentally dropped the Cincinnati kicker, watching Joe Burrow get 525 yards, five touchdowns, and 44 points against me, that hurt. <laughs> hurt a lot. Sure. That'll do it. That'll do it. Uh, but yeah, but then I mean, but Aaron Rodgers this time of the year, Minnesota, Lyle's got that dialed in. I feel like that. I mean, it's a spotlight game Sunday night. That's what Rodgers likes. Yeah. Can we also talk about Lyle uh, wrecked Burkhead's twenty six points last <laughs> week? Too. Right off the wire, plucked off the wire. Um, did did anyone even get Justin Jackson? Somebody got Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson. I did you do it? Was that you? I, yeah. Yeah. So you got Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson and Rex Burkhead off the wire. I think each were like top top five running backs. Yeah. That's insane. It's That's insane. insane. That's insane. Um, yeah. Uh, and Tua, we made so much fun of him. And I think he's won seven games in a row. Bobby Wagner, 168 fucking tackles this season. That's a record. Um, hey, I was looking that up. I was like, who's the, who is the number one uh, linebacker? It's Bobby. 
It's 100% Bobby. He averages 20 I, points a game. I was going to say. And Think about that. That's a quarterback. That's quarterback one. It's a significant number he's up by, too. Like, like number two is like, oh, he, I, don't, I don't remember now. But it's, it, it's, a, it's he's up by a lot. In, in week two, he had 20 tackles and one sack. That's 41 points. Um, it's pretty impressive that, yeah, if you got Bobby all season, um, yeah, I guess that's probably a big reason Lyle got the wins that he did. No, no disrespect to Lyle, but that's, that's, that was probably his best pick. Um, well, um, I'll, I'll take Antos on this one. Who you got? Yeah, I'll take, uh, I'll take Lyle on this one. All right. We are split once again. Now moving on to a game you might be interested in a little bit. It's what I would call the Roommate Bowl. Probably the, I, oh, it needs a sponsor. Oh, the last one was the Bachelor Bowl. I meant to give that like the, the ABC Bachelor Bowl. And then this one will be the Apartments.com Roommate Bowl. JP versus Snake. Number one overall seed JP and the reigning champ, Jake the Snake, facing off. Two more weeks at least. Yeah. Soak it in. Wear the jacket 24 hours a day. Get your get your musk. Get your stench on it. Uh, no. It's going somewhere. Uh, you know what? Let me just say for those guys, I'm 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 keeping it quarantined. You're not going to be getting COVID from this jacket. <laughs> oh, the COVID jacket's on its way. It's already in the mail. I've just been coughing on that green jacket. <laughs> Cough on it extra hard. Um, yeah. And that this is an interesting matchup because JP gave it his all. In fact, uh, you have the number one and number two quarterback uh, in Finicky right now, which is very commendable. Winner. And JP has, I think, no quarterbacks at this point. He's got Matt Ryan on his bench against Buffalo. I don't know if that counts. Uh, Carson Wentz out COVID could come back. Jimmy Garoppolo tore his thumb. If he needs a thumb, he might come back. Uh, that's probably ball game right there. So what my big question is, is I, I do love Joe Mixon for JP and obviously Debo Samuel and George Kittle, but those are all fucking, he bet high, heavy on the, on San Francisco. So it all comes down to that for you. My big question is who's your number one? Is it Josh Allen? Is it Cooper Cup? It has to be Cooper Cup. It's the Cooper insane. Cup season is incredible. Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen's great, but he's let me down. When Cooper Cup has let me down, it was last week. And it was because he didn't get a touchdown last week. And that is why. But yet he still broke the record for, like, the most number 100-yard games. And, like, yeah. I'm trying to – yeah. If you look at his stats, he, he he has one game where he didn't get 90 yards, and that was in week four. Yeah. Every other game, he has had, I mean, more or less 100 yards. It's like there was like a 96, there was a 92, there was a 95, there was a 96. But every single one of them is he's having an incredible season. And I, I mean – what can you say? I, it's should have sent it, a shit ton of trade offers your way after week five. He went six points week four. He had 20, basically he had 20, 30, 20 points week one, two, three. And then he went six points, nine points 
I could have sent you a solid Amari Cooper offer. I get the nicest Amari Cooper based offer money could 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 show, and uh, and then I would have got then I would have been rich man. I would have been rich forever. Well, and that's that's why you, you just never know, though, and you know, because I at that time too was thinking, oh man, is this the time to to sell on him? Because you know he's had some injury history and stuff, but. No. Well, and, yeah, and Ryan and, and Robert Woods started to eat, and there were times where it was questioned, like, there's no fucking yeah. way he could keep this up. Tyler Lockett. I kept thinking Tyler Lockett. I was like, yeah, after about eight weeks, eh, I'll come back down to reality. And it never did. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, ultimately, I mean, I had the number one and the number two quarterback, the number one running back with Derrick Henry for – a long time and then the number one wide receiver with Cooper Cup. And I was like, I am sitting fat here and this is gonna be nice. And then once Derrick Henry went down, it has been a rough go all the way until well, here I am. It's funny <laughs> to look back at the the watch. I don't know if you do this. At the beginning of the season I click watch. Like let's watch this player and I never, I, it's a pointless feature. I never look at that. I'm always just looking at what other people tell me. But I look back. Uh, Almond Ross St. Brown was somebody I was like, watch this guy. Um, but then, like, you watch Detroit for the first, like, three weeks. Like, this guy's never going to be anything. I like that he had 16 points last week on your bench. And he's playing the Seahawks. So, yeah, uh, he'll get some points. Michael Pittman's oh, been huge. But I will say, and which is, you know, it's one of those, I don't blame myself for not playing him last week because yeah. they're having a backup quarterback throwing to him. Totally. I, I, I did, but, you know, in hindsight, too, I also decided between him and Daryl Henderson, who is second string, uh, I was like, gosh, I was like, I just need to make sure. I was like, each of these guys could give me zero points. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a better chance I could get more with Henderson. Boy, was I wrong. Had I put in Amon Ross St. Brown, I would have be in the final now instead. Right. And uh, I'll tell you, part of my Amari Cooper offer would have been Chase Claypool because he got 19 points versus Denver. Is there been a more frustrating player to own? Because I think you picked him up after I dropped him. Then fucking Chase Claypool, all the physical gifts God could give him. And I think he gave you five points in the playoffs over two games. You know, there's a, it, there, you actually have two guys on my team who you have dropped, and they are both some of the worst players I've had. <laughs> and it is Chase Claypool, and it is Ooh. Mike Gesicki. <laughs> and the truth is, when it comes to Mike Gesicki, is I always, every week i'm like this is the week i'm gonna drop him for someone i don't even care who it is but that's on the wire and i'm like gross and i'm like this guy could protect he hasn't done shit such immense physical gifts immense and i will say and then uh, this is after having tyler higby for all for most of the year it just I need to go back and I want to tally up the amount of points I've received from the tight end position because I think ultimately that one position, I can't imagine that I've gotten more than 50 points in the whole season. Like, oh. I feel like if, if, if I might even be less than 40, I'll have to go and tally that up. It's just this year's tight end crop has been dismal. It has been absolutely 
awful. It has been fun to watch my shitty picks uh, drift off from my team after I cut them and then invade other teams and become a cancer there as well. You are. Uh, it looks like JP has Devonta Smith. Uh, that was mine too. He might play him. He might not. Probably shouldn't. Um, and yeah, I, we'll see. We'll see how it goes between you two. I'm, I'm going to pick Dalvin Cook back. Yeah, he's going to get Dalvin Cook back. Um, but still he's, a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of wounds on this team. Uh, Chase Edmonds was also mine. You're not, you don't want that guy. Uh, I think Chase Edmonds <laughs> was the guy I drafted, but meant, this is interesting. I meant, I even called it out during the draft. I said, all aboard the Gus bus, but I was too drunk. And I clicked Jace Edmonds instead. And then he got on the IR. So then clearly I was like, fuck this and dropped him. And now JP has him and is awaiting that level of disappointment. Um, oh, and JP was the one who drafted the Gus bus instead of me. So he got, he's got kind of effed both, both ways on that one. Um, I think that I'm going to go with you on this one. The quarterbacks are consistent, and I don't think Tom Brady, he wants that Super Bowl, or he wants that MVP, so he's not going to take a day off. I don't think Josh Allen can afford to. And versus Atlanta and, and the Jets, it's fucking salivating. Uh, oh. You're, you're going to have a good you have a good kickoff to this matchup, that's for sure. Look at, I mean, I, well, last thing on this, I was just really hoping to get through on the finals on this because I did, I had been looking at these matchups for a while and I was just saying if I can get to this final like Josh Allen versus Atlanta, Tom Brady versus the Jets, David Montgomery versus the Giants Antonio like, Brown versus Karma. Yeah, I just there's, I mean there's a lot of really, I mean San Francisco versus Houston there. Michael Dixon versus Detroit. I mean, I just think there's a lot of stuff that I was like really looking forward to trying to get to the final for it because I can feel like I feel pretty good about this week. This one, not next week. Per no, se. next week as well. It's a good time to be invested in the goddamn Buccaneers. They played Carolina last week and fucking blew shit up. They play the Jets and then they play Carolina again. They're not going to get better this week. Like this was an incredible time to own the Buccaneers. And could you have squeaked by uh, Ben Derger? This, it could have been a, a, a multi, was this, did you win two in a row? I won two in a row. This could yeah. have been your three-peat. This would have been your three-peat. And now yeah. it's gone. It's gone. Sad trombone. Yeah, um, so it's a good transition into the next match. It really which I is. Say. I will before because I haven't said it yet on this. I do applaud Derge for for what he's been able to accomplish here in this the the last little bit of the season into the playoffs. It's really impressive. It's actually he's we, the Davis Mills. Davis Mills is Davis one of fucking who Mills. push him through to the final, I and that is I impressive. And it should have been Tyler Huntley, and it wasn't. But still, I I can't believe he played a better rookie quarterback than me. Uh, I thought I bought the entire block. I thought I had the whole Monopoly street on rookie quarterbacks and no. fucking egg on my facts. All right. The Finicky Championship is uh, the number four seed, Zach, the number two seed, Derage. Derage, the, the diaper dandy who has made himself into a real boy, 
coming up through the ranks, winning his playoff performance, and now he's here in the championship. Um, if you want to remember uh, how bad Derge has been this season, uh, Zach has beaten Derge both times they played this season. Uh, both times, uh, Zach got 200 points almost. One of them's like 196. And at one point, Zach, and I think this is in week two, Zach nearly won by 100 points. He beat Derge 200 to 102. Uh, all that to say, I think Derge has come a long way. What do you see looking at this? Uh, it's the projections are close, but you know, go with your gut. There's a couple question marks, a couple O's. Is Derge got what it takes? He could do it. He could. This is it's gonna be hard. I will say he's he's gonna because I, I I think Zach's team, he's got some really good matchups, like really good ones on especially this week that it's gonna be hard to beat. But um but you know what? There's I his team when you some of these guys, like it's just all it takes is um like he did not have a very good week against me this last week. And yet all it took was like that, that Dallas defense. And like there was Devonte Adams, like there, there, it was just like a few guys who got shocking amount of points and that pushed him through. But, um, so I do think that there's can win. Um, but, I mean, just looking at Zach's team, like, I mean, Mark Andrews is one of, got to be one of the fantasy MVPs of this year. And uh, Stephon Diggs against Atlanta is, is juicy. Mark Andrews uh, is doing better without Lamar Jackson. The best thing oh. that happened to fucking Mark Andrews is Tyler Huntley. And so, yeah, yeah this is surging at the right fucking time. I, I think last time we did this, uh, I was talking about how a lot of JP's players are surging at the right time. Uh, but Mark, Mark Andrews is fucking, I think he's number, he's the number one player. The Kittle had a real hot surge, but right. That kind of petered out. And now with maybe a quarterback change, who knows what happens there? Fucking Mark Andrews is steamrolling the competition. Yeah. And I mean, then you got Damian Harris versus Jacksonville. I mean, I don't, I don't know if, if Elijah Mitchell is going to be playing, but if he does, he's against Houston. I mean, those are great matchups, and that is, you know. Well, also, if Elijah Mitchell doesn't, waiting in the wings, Zach has DeAndre Swift versus Seattle. I don't know if you know about this, but Seattle gives up some yards. Yeah, that's true. And, yeah. Oh, and, yeah, speaking of Seattle, he has Rashad Penny, too, who had a hell of a game last week, despite the fact that we looked like shit. Yep. But, you know. But, yeah, so, I mean, Zach set up really nicely. Um, I don't know if Taysom Hill, I don't think he's playing, right? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Well, he he's, it's COVID. It's not like an injury. Like, if he can get cleared, it's a fucking feast for Taysom Hill against Carolina. Um so if he's playing, like if he's health, if he's COVID checked off, like he's in booking, getting the fucking job back. Yeah. Taysom Hill is going to play. He'll be a low end QB one. Um, I, I do love that. I, I think you've got 
Kyler Murray on his side, but then you've got them going against Dallas, and so and he's got Dallas defense on on their side. I like that. Right, That's- like this is when Zach is oddly enough done really really well once Kyler went out, and now Kyler's back and he's kind of a liability. The whole Cardinals team is so. Kyler versus the number one scoring finicky defense right now is maybe ball game for this week. Obviously not for the whole exchange, but holy moly, it, that's a big one. Um, I almost flirted with the idea of if, if, you know, being that Zach has no fab, if Derge picked up the Colts D and then sure. benched the Cowboys D, that way that game doesn't affect him as much, but that's kind of boring. I don't know. We'll see what happens there. Very sexy. Um, when I was watching their matchup, I felt like my faith in Derrige would decline every time Saquon Barkley would fuck himself. Like, three points. Like, that is such a drop in your team's projection when one your top running back, arguably, just fucking shits the bed. I know Daryl Williams, if CEH is out, that's big. Devin Singletary's been reliable, and it's Atlanta, so yeah, maybe. Josh Jacobs, same deal. Uh, if he could get a game out of Saquon, that That's would the, be fucking everything. It's Chicago. It's uh, if there's going to be a game, this could be it. And then he has Washington in the second one. Yeah, of the second week, like this could be that could be the thing. But then again, Saquon has been so bad all year. The I Giants. don't even know. The entire like, Giants have been awful. Like yeah, it's Saquon and the Giants. But I guess. His backup's been better than he has. I don't know. I, I don't know if Saquon is playing for anything at this point. It's hard to tell. But, you know, I mean, but here's the thing. This is in part of why Derge's team is so dangerous is the fact that, you know, he had these guys in the wings. And, and like, look, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is out, right? right? And so, lo and behold, in the wings, Derge has Daryl Williams. Right. And so that's a great play against Cincinnati. And, 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 you know, I mean, it's just like he's got – He's got guys who I, I don't know about Adam Thielen this week. I, that guy, the uh, injury, but he's got a lot of potential. And I well, mean, I look at that's interesting. You say Thielen. I look at Thielen. I look at Deontay Johnson, and I look at Dawson Knox. Now I'll say Adam Thielen's always been a bit touchdown dependent, depending how the game goes. He's a touchdown guy, and it's Green Bay. So I don't, it's, if it's a primetime game, I guess he loves – I don't know. It, that one's a toss-up. What I will say is Dawson Knox and Deontay Johnson, if Adam Thielen is touchdown dependent, so are those two. Deontay Johnson and Dawson Knox did not have points in the first three quarters versus you on that last matchup. Oh, I was I watching. I was like, those are zeros. And then I walked away, and I came back, and they were 10 points each because they, they each got like a pitch 10-yard touchdown. And that that set the game up. That's a huge difference. If those two don't get touchdowns, they got like 15 yards. No, I, I mean, trust me, I know. I, uh, I I was also. I mean, I was. I watched the game that Dawson Knox caught that one, but I wasn't as. I mean, wasn't that upset about it because I have Josh Allen on that. But the Deontay Johnson, I was just salivating because it was a, he had zero points and it was there was. There was three minutes left, and he had zero points. And I was like, hell yeah. And then I stopped and did other things, and I came back, and then he had nine. And I was like, the fuck happened? And it was a 60-yard like touchdown or something. Yeah, 60-yard touchdown. Yeah. That had, like, in the last, like, 
two minutes left. Complete garbage. Yeah, and, and Dawson just, Knox and got just a weird pitch. It could have been a Josh Allen rush touchdown. He could have ran it in, but he tossed it like three yards to Dawson Knox. That was a yeah. huge swing as well. So, there was the little things like that. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> um, So the last moving piece of this for Derage, because uh, despite the projection, he still feels like the underdog is Davis Mills, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert has two division games left. Uh, he did, he's gotten around 20 points on each of those. Davis Mills is, oh, man, hard to hang your playoff hat on Davis Mills. He's got San Francisco and Tennessee left. Those are arguably two teams that fucking need these wins. So they're not just going to lay down. Like, they could could quite easily kick the living shit out of Houston. Um, Houston has been doing better, but they're, you know, they're not playing for much. Uh, they're playing themselves out of draft position. I don't know. So if yeah. he, if he can get Trey Lance, if Herbert, I mean, have Herbert, if Derge can get Trey Lance and I've said this before and I'll say it again, it's going to cost you more than nine fucking dollars. If Derge can get Trey Lance, this is a fucking game. Totally. I think, I mean, I don't, I would assume that, I mean, Derrick is in a place where he should just look at, and we'll find out tomorrow, I guess. Right. Um, he can, I mean, he has $79 left, right? Yeah. I mean. He can block Zach from getting anything that he needs. Zach is, say, that's, I mean, Zach is so pissed that we're talking about this. It's not like it's going to get affected this week, but maybe the next week. But yeah, I mean, anything that he thinks Zach needs, such as, is Zach really going to lean on the Eagles defense, Eagles coach? Like, is there another, I mean, you know, the Bengals, like there's a lot of pieces in here that I don't know what Zach's overall vision is. Um, the Kansas city defense Eagles defense, uh, Tyler, uh, Taylor Heineke. Like there's a lot of pieces here that I'm not sure are built for the playoffs. I guess it's like, do you want to stay in the NFC East with some of your most important pieces this for the rest of the season? Like I, if, if it's, if it's Taylor Heineke versus the Eagles, and that's how this all shakes out. Like we're going to be looking at a lot of NFC East games to finish this up. We're going to be looking at New York giants versus Chicago. We're looking at Eagles versus Washington. And I guess that's just a weird place for the finicky playoffs to finish out. But that's what we're looking at. And Dallas. (laughs) It's just, it's interesting to me because it's like, he doesn't have to do much to stop, but he thinks that Zach, would want right yeah. like if he does it before like he could say well he may want this guy and so then he just pays one dollar yeah. you know totally but, so it'll be interesting to see what happens also um, something to notice is that jordan brooks who has been incredible for zach yeah, i think he's the fourth overall linebacker which is insane that the seahawks have the number one overall linebacker and the fourth overall linebacker when everything's based on tackles but that's because their def- our defense has spent more time on the field than anybody else. Yeah. So and all of that to say runs it on us and they run into the linebackers and then Right. Yeah. And and our linebackers do all the work. But that being said, whenever we win or have, you know, a, a pretty good game, uh Jordan Brooks actually doesn't do as well. You know, like the Tennessee game we were winning, that was twelve points. Minnesota we won, that was twelve points, like uh New Orleans was ten points, like Jacksonville, he only got 11 points. When we win games, Jordan Brooks doesn't do that great. 
I think I'm hoping we kick the living fucking shit out of Detroit. And if we do, Jordan Brooks, that means our defense won't be on the field the entire fucking game, like usual, which could really take a ding into Jordan Brooks scoring. Just to, just saying. Just saying. I wouldn't drop Jordan Brooks. I would definitely keep him for the Arizona game. I had a, a bit of a risky play. And I'm fully ready to eat these words, but a bit of a risky play for Detroit. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. I also traded T. Higgins in another league for Chase Edmonds uh, because I needed a oh. running back. So just so you know that T. Higgins having the fucking game of his life last week was just more proof of the Julian Jinx that I even fucking needed. All right. So that's week one of all of the, the finicky championships and finicky bowl games. Um, we're getting to the end. I've got a, a baby in the other room I have to get to. But what I'm going to do is, as, as is tradition... Snake, I'm going to give you, and I think I cut bottom off early, or I just didn't give him a full minute. What I'm going to do is give you, uh, let's say, about a minute to talk about, well, I don't know, COVID, the Seahawks, whatever you want. The, the, ta- the floor is yours, Snake. Well, I, I could talk about COVID, but who really wants to hear about that? I will just, I will, I will give applause to, to Derger again. I want to congratulate Zach for making another finals and uh, best of luck to both of these guys. I um, will get that green jacket to you guys sooner than later because I want to get that out of my closet as our, my wife is Marie Kondoing the shit out of our place <laughs> and during COVID. So, so ultimately, stuff is going to be probably coming out of this place sooner than later. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Zach, you've had the jacket before, and uh, how we, we always forget about the cup too. That's at your place. Yeah, <laughs> I never... nobody wants this fucking thing. But I'll talk to Darius. I know That's Zach's not gonna want it. He's had his chances in the past. But yeah, we'll that talk to Darius and see if he wants that it. That might put the retirement at your place, <laughs> and then uh, we'll we'll just go from there. People can come but... visit like Yosemite. All right, that's it. That's the time we've got. This, ladies and gentlemen, was the Finicky Podcast. Snake, thanks for coming. Happy New Year. Good night. Good night.